and welcome to Resistance TV. My name's Sean Blore. It's Wednesday the 31st of January and it's 7pm. Tonight I'm standing in for Chris Williamson because he's poorly. Um, so Chris, we hope you get better soon and we send you all of our best wishes. So tonight we're going to be talking to Dalu Nader. Dalu shot to fame after his viral video went uh, through social media of his meeting with Angela Rayner at a charity fundraising event. Dalu approached Angela to tell him about his family in Gaza. He got a very frosty uh, welcome and was pushed out of the meeting by police officers. Later on, Angela Rayner then was driven home by police officers in a police car. Um, Dalu has a tra tragic story to tell us and we want to know the background to his story. We want to know what's happened to his family in Gaza. Um, so I'm just going to show you the video, if you haven't seen it already, that has gone viral on social media, and then we'll talk to Dalu. Okay, but... Um, they're changing this country. It has come when you take a place and ask me and demand me for ceasefire. I okay. lost my family in Gaza. Just a second, I want to show you my mum. I lost my family in Gaza. If the ceasefire is taking place, I just and say I'm not going to tell you something to the families. What kind of families are you? I need my mother. I need my mother. That's the only thing I need. Where? Can you tell us what happened during that event? And well, welcome to Resistance TV. It's lovely to have you here. And um, we're so sorry to hear about what's happened with your family over in Gaza. Um, so can you give us a little bit of background, first of all, about you as a person, about your family and why you wanted to speak with Angela Rayner? Um, thank you, first of all, for having me. Um... Uh, actually, regarding myself, uh, my name is Dalul Midr. Uh, I'm from Gaza, obviously. I moved to UK in 2017. Uh, actually, uh, I started working in UK. I used to be a student in the beginning. Uh, then I moved to the business field. Uh, I opened my own restaurant in 2021 in December. Uh, it is called Royal Grill House in Banish. Uh, actually, I live by my own self in uh, in Banish, uh, in my restaurant. I manage my restaurant. Uh, the rest of my family, including my wife and my daughter in Gaza, based in Gaza, in North Gaza, exactly in Jabalia, where they, they were martyred. Uh, instead of December 2023, last, last year, last month, actually, as well, uh, I received a call from my brother-in-law. That's uh, the house where is actually our house three stories, six floor, uh, six flats. Uh, my brother-in-law told me that's the house. It is being bombed, demolished while my mom and my family inside. And roughly it is around the 25. It is being inside the house. My families, I have seven brothers, two sisters, including my mom's. Uh, and in this in this date, uh, actually, that's it has been my mom and my brothers with his wife pregnant and two nieces. It has been murdered in the same day. Actually, were killed by the Israeli weapons. Uh, Sorry, did you say your wife? Uh, no, my wife and my daughter. They were inside. They injured. 
they've been taken from under the rubble, they're still alive, they are in Gaza with the rest of my family, they, is, they are still in Gaza, in North Gaza, injured. Uh, in that state, actually, I closed my business in 3rd of December. In the same day, actually, I received that's the, the heartbreaking news about half past five. I was working. I closed the restaurant in that moment and I marketed it for sale. And actually, I sold it already after a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, actually, in, in that moment, I'm just trying to reach the, the news and to find out what about the rest of my family. And later on, I managed to speak with the, with the rest of my family. Now, all of them became displaced, homeless. Uh, none of them lived together. Uh, the rest of them, uh, all of them, it is, uh, it, it were injured, have been injured, all of the rest of the family. Uh, and regarding uh, the meeting for the Labour Party, actually, uh, it, it is really the, 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 the news we have seen lately regarding the, the political views in the UK and the British government, it is really frustrated, especially about the Labour Party. Labour Party usually uh, the opposition party in the UK. I know it is not in the power, in, in, in the observative party in the power, but that's the only way we could build pressure on the government to take us to take a step and to act to stop this genocide. To build this pressure, we need to make pressure in the Labour Party to vote for ceasefire rather than to vote for this genocide to keep going. I'm not only fighting, fighting for my family. There is a thousands of my family in Gaza. Up to now, 26,000 people it has been were killed in Gaza. What, what's the next? We haven't seen any serious act from the British government to stop this genocide. There is in the north, there is no food, no electricity, no gas. The people dying every single second. My little daughter, she's six months now. We now since since the, the siege start in the north exactly, we couldn't manage to get for her milk or or drinking water or anything. That that's that's my message. It was there's nothing, and I I'm really frustrated, and I couldn't believe that someone want to show out to talk about his feeling to, to to tell the world about my story to let them just to take serious step to stop this genocide. I'm being dragged violently taken off by the police i wouldn't expect that in all my life my even i would be welcoming to tell the world here we are we are a human being we, we don't have any, any any lesser priority than you you are a human being we are a human being we want to live in a peace that's all we, i i i am not going to ask for anything we need ceasefire that is my message it was in the whole world we need to see the rest of my family the rest of the palestinian in gaza and can you tell us um Dalu, how is your wife and your little daughter now? My wife and my little little daughter are still in shelter in, in North Gaza. Uh, I'm been, I, I have been contacting the, the MPs in Manchester and in many official organizations to evacuate them for me from the north to the to the UK. And always I'm being given promises that they're going to help, they will do something. But up to now, I haven't received any 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 official help to evacuate them. Uh, my daughter's name, she's six months, it is being cleared by the British government to be evacuated, but without without her mom. So what's the point to put my daughter's name, but without her mom? It doesn't work still. I need both of them to be evacuated. It's still in the north in shelters. And how are they recovering from their injuries? What happened to them? What were, uh, what were their injuries? To be honest, that, that it, it is getting worse and worse right now because there is no medical treatment in the north. And that is why I'm always in stress and I'm always seeking help. And I try to find anyone could save them because, you know, even think 
my mom before she's murdered she asked me if i could help her to evacuate here but i know it is really difficult and hard and actually i lost my mom and i lost my family i don't want to lose the rest of them i'm just about the medical about the food about the water nothing in the north and that's been aware about the british government even they they try to push for the humanitarian aid but we haven't seen anything it has been crossing for the north now that the, the israeli occupation they they, they split gaza to two parts my family in the north whereas there is no water no food no humanitarian humanitarian aid it is letting, it is allowed these humanitarian aid to be crossing to the north so if how, on earth, north, how on earth are they surviving to with it, with injuries and with no food I, and no water and no medical treatment how on earth are they surviving uh, this is a horrible question to be honest the same thing i couldn't understand how the rest of the people said they're surviving it is impossible to survive in this crisis in the north you know, they lately they start using the, the food pigeons. I mean, the, the, the food we used to do for the birds. Now they start to ground it and uh, bake it like, like the birds. And that's in the long run will make very very bad diseases and infections for the, for the people in the north. Now, the, my daughter lost around four kilo. And they, you told me how, how the, if they will be survived. I'm not sure if they will be survived. The last time I spoke with them two days ago, I'm not 100% sure next time when I manage to speak with them, they will be okay or not. That, that is the question. We, we just keep the hope. We, we, we keep seeking help. In the early morning, I contact the, the, the FCDO again. But they said, sorry, the Lord, we couldn't get for you any further, any further updating regarding your cases. And actually, I'm not concerned only about my family. As I mentioned, there is more than 40,000 40, Palestinian people in the North Gaza. Those people, all of them need urgently treatment, help. They need food. They need electricity. They need from the zero. They, they have nowhere to live in the North. That, that's that's i don't know so so where where are your wife and child living now and the rest of your in, family in shelter i don't know where they are exactly they are in the north in shelter separate shelters since the bombing happened my older brother i haven't spoke with him with him i haven't managed to speak with him or with his wife or, or the kids all of them injured but i haven't managed to speak with them Rest of I still have around to uh, fifty uh, around fifteen, twelve, fourteen members. I haven't managed to speak. Only I managed to speak with my wife, and she's always just giving me a good news that we are okay. But I know none of them okay. My brothers, I still have three brothers. I haven't managed to speak with all of them or with their wives, or to know at least how it is go how it is the thing look looking like there in the north. Because so has, has, has your has your family been split up now since the uh, the bombing of the house? Yes, yes. So so they're not still together with with your no, wife no, and no, your they daughter. Are, as I mentioned, they split everyone in somewhere else because the, the, the schools, the shelters, the tent, it is very crowded, very full. Maybe you go to the shelter, you only found for one person, two person. So you have to put yourself in this in this place. The rest of the family, they will found. See, see how imagine you used to live around 25 members in a lovely house, warm house, only in a love. Suddenly you lose five and the rest of them became displaced, homeless, none of them live together. How is your feeling as a parent? Where is the humanity in the world? I couldn't believe we live in a in this in this democracy and in this life. I I never believe we are a human being and we still watching this genocide. I will never forget myself or forgive about these things. More than ten thousand kids it is being murdered. What about this risk? 
No one talk about them. No one mentioned them. It is only I couldn't believe we are we are human beings. Our leaders they have a humanity in their heart. When they're watching, seeing these things, what they think, what they why they're still for voting against the ceasefire. What what they want next? I know. I I can't imagine how you must be feeling, Dalu. It's unbelievable. It breaks. It breaks my heart. Day by day, with a, with a full stress and depression. We didn't eat. We didn't. We we didn't sleep. We didn't practice our life as normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. It's heartbreaking, and we've we've all seen the images on our phones on social media of the children and by the bombings the way, of the, the hospitals. Heart, heart, my brothers, one of my brothers, it has been murdered. He's still under the rubble. We haven't managed to get him from under the rubble. This is since 3rd of December. That's uh, that's how it is look like the situation in the north and in the whole Gaza. And now the government have um, this. We had the ICJ inquiry. Um, we had the court hearing, didn't we, in The Hague uh, yes. last week. And they have said that um, it is plausible genocide. So they've they've not asked for a ceasefire, but I believe listening to international lawyers, they they couldn't ask for a ceasefire. But what they have done is put things in place which implies a ceasefire, and it assumes genocide. So they yeah. have assumed this is genocide. And now that has to then go on to the UN General Assembly. Now, upon receiving that news, governments all around Europe and America have stopped funding UNRWA, UNWRA, um, yeah. who supply, who who um, employ people in Gaza, who run the schools, they run the health programs, they run all the aid and the food programs and everything. So now they've stopped funding that, which is the most disgusting and cruel thing I have ever heard. So it seems to me like this is another spiteful um, action from the government because they have now been told they are supporting genocide. And that obviously means that America, UK and everybody else is complicit in these actions against the Palestinians. Um, so in, in return, they said, oh, well, we're not funding UNRWA anymore. So where on earth is the aid going to come from now? That, that's the question must be asking for the, the, the Western government who stopped funding the UNRWA for none for, you know, there is something we call, we call allegation without evidence. Yes. Right. We have lots of allegations without evidence regarding the Palestinians, even regarding the organization supporting the Palestinians. Now we, we seen recently about this allegation regarding the UNRWA and the, the UK, Australia, USA stop funding this UNRWA. And now you ask the same question from where how the earth, from where they will be able or from where they will be funded this UNRWA to be able to fund the Palestinians and to recap, I mean, to keep the life going in Gaza and in Palestine, because th th this is the, the main, the main, the main thing, the, the, the main income for the Palestinians in, in, uh, in, to, to, to providing them, funding them for the schools, the health, the health sections and all this stuff. But now they stop funding with no reason after the ICG said for the Israel, you must start 
the, the, the humanitarian aid and everything starts crossing. In the same time, they're cutting this. It doesn't make sense. So if, if in, the, in, in one hand, you're giving a hope for the Palestinian, and in the other hand, in the same day, you cut all these things yeah. with allegation, with no evidence. This question must be asking for the complicity that it is being covered by the Western country. Let, let's say if, if later on the ICG consider this is genocide, that means Rishi Sunak, Kistam, all of them are criminal and will be will be guilty in these things. Since this moment, they will be guilty. They, who, who you are to give Israel the right to, what kind of self-defense to give Israel the right to cut the water, the food, the electricity, when we have seen lately Kistam talking about this point. How's come? We haven't seen, and th this is this is regarding if, if we go back for Geneva convenience, there is nothing. It is called self self defense for Israel to cut the water, electricity, and the gas for the Palestinian and them without anything in this present in the north and in the whole Gaza. That's the I question know. we're asking yeah. for the Western country. They're showing their complicity. They're giving Israel the green light to commit this genocide. They didn't regard instead to providing the Palestinian with the humanitarian food and the stuff, or at least to take to, to stop this CC crazy fire right now. They they're providing Israel with, with the weapons. They're giving them with the weapons and they're giving them the green light to kill as much as they can Palestinian. This is uh, this is will never be. This is the way to to sort out and to make to state solution. This is the way for the World War Three. These leaders they didn't they didn't make any consideration for the human life. They thought these lives it is only number. Palestinian life it is not number. These twenty six thousand they have uh, stories. They have loves. My mom have thousands of stories. My nieces have. My nieces, it has been thinking to be in the future doctors. My brother, he's a solicitor. He's been planning his plan to make a new office and a new branch for his solicitor office for a lawyer. Now, now all these all these hopes gone. We became the homeless and the thousands of people. Why why they doesn't make any consideration for these lives? These lives is not number. Those people, it has been injured and need medical. Urgently medical treatment in Gaza. Why? Why? What about them? Why they didn't pay for them attention? Why they didn't offering for them the the the, 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 the medical treatment as they offering for the Israeli, for example? There is a priority between the life. That's I want to understand. Does as long as you are Arab or or Palestinian, your life doesn't equal with the rest of the community? No, all the life matter. We are equal. We share this planet together in a love in a peace. Must must not be any any life be be killed anymore. Must be make, make make a sense for them and stop this genocide. I, you know, sometimes I just I just have no words, uh, Dalu. I I, I don't know what to say. The, these, like you say, these are these are people. They had their lives ahead of them. They had their hopes, their dreams, their stories, and it's just gone. It's just been snuffed out. Why? Why has this happened? Um, and and it's. It's all because of a land grab by Israel. Um, and they're trying to say that they were defending themselves against uh, Hamas attacks. Now, we know from news reports from Israeli news sources themselves that the majority of the murders that took place on the 7th of, of October were done by the Israelis themselves. Yes, they that, dropped hellfire, hellfire missiles by... Um, by plane, by helicopter, and they sent tanks into Be'eri kibbutz, uh, where they yeah. killed many people themselves. Um, I don't think we'll know 
we'll ever know the truth, um, the full truth about what happened on that day. Um, I would expect there was many Hamas fighters who were killed as well. Um, but I think the majority of the people uh, that were killed on that day were down to the Israelis themselves. And yep. they're using that as, a, as an excuse to turn on the Palestinian people and to reclaim Gaza. Now, it's not only Gaza that they're attacking. They're yep. also attacking the West Bank as well. Yes. Do you have any more information about what's happening in the West Bank? Yeah, we, we have seen lately something tragedy. Uh, uh, two days ago, the Israeli troops, they hiding under cover with a doctor clothes or the, with a with civilian's clothes as if they are doctors and went inside Ibn Sina hospital in Jenin, stormed the hospital and killed three injured inside. I don't know where, what's the hell going on, who they are to be authorized to storm the hospitals with undercover as a Israeli troops to kill three injured, three patients. As long as they are injured, who you are to come to call, to call the, I swear to God, if these three, if these being Palestinians storm Israeli hospital, we will see all the news all over the world talking about this story and massive propaganda and worship brain about how they are invade the hospital. But we have seen this story in Gaza even. When, you, when, when lately you ask me about how your daughter and your, your wife get medical treatment in the north. And the same thing, just let me make it clear. Israeli troops and tanks uh, invade Kamal Adwan Hospital in the north. Al-Auda Hospital, today it is being bombed again, again, again. Al-Auda Hospital, this is by the way, it is the massive uh, hospital. It is running by uh, European organization. And Al-Shifa Hospital, we have seen the, the, the amount and, and the damage that destruction inside Al-Shifa Hospital. So when, and Al-Nasr Hospital for the children, it is completely been demolished. So now when you when we talk about this point, I don't know about this. I can't understand up to now. Who authorized Israel or gave them the right, the green light to storm the hospital and booming the hospital? This hospital must not be touching at all regarding what's going on inside. When they went inside Al-Shifa Hospital, they couldn't find anything. When we went inside Kamal Adwan, there is nothing this hospital. They just want to make the life, as you mentioned. They want to get the, to get the people rid from the north. They want to go again to occupy and, and start building and start the settler settlement in, in Gaza. That's the things. And the same thing they applied in the West Bank. We have seen every two, three days storming the camps in Jenin, in Nablus, in Tulkarin. Every a couple of days they storm these places and they storm Ibn Sina Hospital lately. It is really disgusting, unacceptable. This is regarding all the international law. This is will be not acceptable. The, those people, they invaded Ibn Sina Hospital must be investigated in the official court right now. Must be asked who gave them this, this weapons, who gave them this information to go and kill the, 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 the patient and the injured people inside the hospital. One of these hospitals, one of the, of the injured, it is being killed by the way. He's disabled. He's disabled completely. He couldn't walk. I I can't understand up to now. Israel, it has been invaded and make corruption in the whole Gaza and in the whole Palestine without anyone asking them and put the, put their responsibility to be clear, not to invade, not to kill the Palestinian kids or the children, not to storming and invading the hospital. We haven't seen. We just seen this, this horror 
fresh, receive it freshly every single day. That's that's the, the, the word it is became for them familiar and used for this since at least for God's sake not to be familiar for this. You need when you watch it to, to keep asking, to keep to keep fighting for these Palestinians and asking for ceasefire. The Israeli government must be taken to the court urgently to be asking about all the crimes has done in Gaza and in the West Bank, especially about the hospital. This is the most important point about storming the hospital. This must think this is something must be not forgettable, must be responsible and taken for the for the for the court to to charge these leaders and ask them and and to be questionnaire about these things. Why you storm the hospital? Was that's always I said allegation with no evidence that means Israel. That's the allegation without evidence. And do you think that they were soldiers or were they settlers with guns? Because um, it seems to me that in the West Bank, it's the it's the settlers that are going around shooting people with guns. Yes, settlers and soldiers, both of them, by the way. And by the way, being a fear lately, sorry, he gave the settlers the, the, the like a permission to be all of them have the license to carry weapons. So obviously now all the settlers in the West Bank, they have a license and they have a weapons. By the law, they are uh, entitled to hold the weapons. So all of them now, they have a weapons. So any settlers, he's going out, his weapons with him, he killed the Palestinian easily. In the same times, if the Palestinian found him with a plastic fork, he will be investigated and will he be killed? That's how it is look like the, the things in the in, in Palestine. Dulu, I don't have words in my vocabulary strong enough. Thank you very much to describe how I feel about what is happening to your people. What is happening? How the politicians are allowing this to happen, and how the Israelis are acting. Their behavior is evil, it's disgusting, it's pure evil. And I, I can't think of any stronger words to describe it. Um, these people need to be brought to justice and quickly. Um, the Unfortunately, the, the wheels of justice do turn very slowly and we've got to wait for that process to take place. Um, already this week after the ICJ hearing, We've heard there's more than 600 people being killed and injured. Um, like I say, there's there's no aid getting in. Um, Duluth, there's a lot of people out here who want to help, going out on marches every week, writing to their MPs. Um, we don't seem to be able to do enough. How, how else can we help um, the Palestinian people? If UNRWA are not being able to um get have the funding to get aid into Gaza who are there any other programs that we can donate to so for example uh, PRCS the Palestine Red Crescent Society would they be a good uh charity to send money to uh, let me first say special thank you for everyone and for you Spe special thanks for everyone and you including still standing and send his solidarity for the Palestinian people, actually. Special thank you. And second thing, for the UNRWA, they have a link in their website. You could donate directly for them. The UNRWA themselves 
was used till because actually the, the official organization, uh, the official countries, the Western country stop or pausing the fund. So they have the website. You could provide the funds directly for the UNRWA. So we that, can still send to UNRWA. Yes. Yes. Okay. Still, and the one you mentioned as well, the PCRC as well. And uh, actually keep fighting, uh, keep marching, sending for the MPs uh, allotters to ask for the ceasefire. Uh, there's there's a long story as as you mentioned as well the, the 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 rules and the law procedures take time and this time it will be not helpful for the Palestinian Palestinian need the ceasefire to be urgently taking place and now yeah. because in second there is a life will be killed by the Israeli occupation that is my message for, for for the world and Absolutely. we we wish we bring this criminal for the justice soon to bring them and we all of them they've been involved and showing complicity with the israel in this genocide bring them to justice yeah absolutely uh, i totally you. agree with you um there is one little bit of or a glimmer of hope um this week george galloway um i don't know if you know george galloway he's yes, he, he's been a well, huge yeah. supporter of the palestinian people for over 50 years He's taken two convoys of aid over there in the past, um, and he's a, he's a he's a great voice and advocate for yeah, the Palestinian I people. Agree. He always has been. Now George is standing in the by-election for Rochdale uh, for the Workers' Party, um, which will be held on the 29th of February. And what we are asking everybody in that campaign is to lend their vote to George. Now remember. This seat will be contested again uh, mm -hmm. it, during the 2024 elections, whenever they come, um, which could possibly be as late as December uh, this year. Um, so George will only have that seat for you know, six or seven months. Um, but we're asking you to lend your vote to George. Let him be the voice of the it, Palestinian it, it, people that, that in, my pleasure. In, in Parliament. Um, and if you have friends and family over in the Rochdale area, please encourage them to uh, vote, vote for George, to get out and help uh, with his campaign. Um, I'm going to go up there later on this afternoon to meet with George and the other uh, campaigners. Um, we're going to set up the campaign office. Um, so we should be up and ready to go by the weekend. Um, so we'll we'll let you know uh, where you can meet us and yeah, what perfect. you can do to help. Um, so I hope that's a, a glimmer of a glimmer of hope. And, um, you know, we need as many people as possible to get out there and help us win that seat for George. That's that's lovely news. Hopefully we'll be uh, in the right place and he will win. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. And much, if there is anything at all we can do for you, please, you have our number. Just let us know. And um, of course, we'll be thinking of you and your family and all the rest of the families, uh, both in Palestine and um, in the diaspora, uh, who are worried about their families over there. Um, um, we'll be praying for you. Um and uh, if there's any other news that you want to uh, come back and tell us, then just let us know and we'll have you back on again. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. It's, oh, it's been a real pleasure it talking to pleasure you, to Thank you very much. Thank no, you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you and you. Bye-bye.